0: Recently I was asked by someone to explain uh, the understanding of the Zen tradition or, in this case, I should be more accurate, my understanding that comes through my study in the Zen tradition. So what is that understanding of some basic Buddhist concepts, such as Merit and reincarnation. Zen is an interesting tradition because we have our roots in the teachings of Buddhism, certainly. Sutras are being chanted, and after a specific set of sutras that have been chanted, a dedication comes. That is where the ino, the person chanting the dedication, the Japanese word for that is echo. So the ino chants the echo in which all the merit that was created or accumulated by this activity of chanting is dedicated to and fill in the blank here depending on what kind of service it is. So... There is the word merit. How does that fit into the teachings of Zen? Where there is the talk about nothing is defiled, nothing is pure. As it says in the very sutras that we chant, the Heart Sutra. Nothing is born, nothing dies. All of that, how does merit fit into that? In my last talk, I spoke about how religion is an expression of the needs of the human being and the human mind and the human condition. And that, of course, is true in this case here. From the human point of judgment of good and evil or helpful and harmful... There are these distinctions. Things do appear, things do disappear. Things appear as defiled, as dirty, or appear as pure. But that is not the level on which our experience that happens before we put the words to it really operates our experience is much more primordial, much closer than any thought, any judgment, any opinion. So from the point of view of a Zen practitioner, there is no merit in any of this. There is nothing to be attained However, from the human point of view, from the point of view of society and looking around here, seeing you as fellow human beings, there is such a thing as harmful behavior or wholesome behavior. And that again is something that only appears in the world of the human beings when The lion kills the gazelle. From the human point of view, we might say, Ah! The poor gazelle. But the lion does nothing else but manifest its nature of being a lion. No ill will. No evil intent. The lion eats. The lion eats gazelles. And gazelles manifest their nature of being prey. And they're being eaten. Yes, you can see the physical suffering of the animal being killed. But that is the nature of the existence that we call gazelle. So whatever we do, there is no merit in it from an absolute or from a Dharma point of view, from a societal, from an ethical, from a moral point of view. There are distinctions between moral, immoral, ethical, unethical, helpful and unhelpful behavior. And as a human being we live on all those different levels of existence. And we have to act according to our realization on those levels. We can stumble around and do all kinds of harm, not looking deeper into what it means to be a human being. A human being with the capacity and the capability to go into that depth and to learn to reconnect with that experience that's always been there. That is the base of all of our experiences. So no merit. You can chant as long as you want. You will not earn any merit in the celestial bank Another word for that would be karma. Good karma, bad karma, or harmful karma. Those are distinctions on a human level. In the world of the Dharma, of the activity of nature, there is just karma. Karma which is cause and effect. Whatever cause we create, whatever cause we put out into this world, it will have effects. And in a chain, one cause, one effect, and this effect yet is another cause for the ripple that goes through the universe. From the Zen point of view, the only thing we can do is in this very moment to manifest ourselves fully, to make full relationship with our action, with our being, May it be in zazen, just breathing, just being the posture. May it be in daily life, speaking, listening, acting, deciding. But we have to do it with a full heart, mind, with full presence. And then, neither good karma, nor good, Harmful karma will be created. No karma is the best karma. So, that leads us to looking at reincarnation. In a very broad religious sense, often reincarnation is interpreted out of the teachings of the Buddha as some kind of system that by the amount of harmful karma you have created, you will be born in a lesser kind of existence, or the more positive karma you have created, you will be reborn after your physical death in a better position than before. And that is fine. This is a fine thing to tell society, society that came out of a state of having no ethical rules, having no morals, just from a dog-eat-dog world where survival was the only thing. Yet, with the development of society, moral thoughts... Ethical behavior had to come into existence. And to foster that, an understanding of do good, do not do evil, is quite an important thing. However, and whenever you talk to a Zen person, there will be this however or but. When we go to the deep understanding of Buddhism and one of the main teachings of the Buddha, we begin to see reincarnation in a completely different way. The Buddha taught, and we can experience ourselves, that there is no inherent fixated self the core that we believe there is, is really no core. It constantly changes. It certainly is not an entity that we could describe as a soul or as a spirit or anything that has to do with any kind of separate identity. So if there is no such separate object of a self of an identity what is it that is being reborn is there even the possibility that there is some reappearance well I don't know I could be completely wrong As a Zen person, we acknowledge and we practice the appearance of a new self and the disappearance of the current self. We allow fixations to fall away. Allowing is a very mild word. Because in truth, we have to work really, really hard to get to the point that we can allow that to happen. Letting go of the grasping, holding tight to identity, holding tight to ideas, no matter how noble those ideas might be. So that letting go is like complete disappearance. In Zazen, sometimes you completely disappear. And then you reappear. And when you reappear, it is a new self. In the morning we wake up. Completely new self. Yet we will find that We probably wake up in the same bed we went to sleep in. And when we look in the mirror, we pretty much look like the day before. But that is not a proof for any kind of inherent selfhood. What that is, is just a manifestation of conditions that do not change as quickly. But even on the level of our atoms, of course we are not the same. We change all the time and that disappearing and reappearing is what we call reincarnation. We reincarnate in different manifestations all day The one who stretches when she wakes up. The one who drinks coffee. The human who goes to the bathroom washing one's face, saying, Good morning. And whatever activity you put to it, all of that, when we completely leave behind what was there before, we have experienced what true reincarnation means. So this is the understanding from the point of view of a Zen practitioner. And I cannot stress often enough, well, this is how this person here understands it. You might go somewhere else and somebody else tells you something different. And that doesn't mean that person is wrong, it doesn't mean that person is right. All it means is that this teacher speaking here or that teacher speaking there is fully speaking from the depth of their own understanding. And that is something we all have to come to. That is the true emancipation of a Zen practitioner to become utterly true to who we are based upon having seen through the fact that the core we are looking for in fact is not there. So in society, please continue to engage in ethical behavior. Do the right thing, even though you know that the universe does not keep track. Let go of all of those ideas, and that way, there is no problem. On other levels, when you see problems, please address them. And if those problems are problems of society, such as racism, sexism, xenophobia, whatever it may be, at that level, wholesome behavior is to speak up. Wholesome behavior is to model behavior that does not engage in those fixations, in those unconditional acts of discrimination. So, how much merit did you earn? Listening to this talk. Have you been reborn yet? Let that rebirth come with the sound of the bell.